Yo, welcome to Beast Podcast. And if you don't know, Beast stands for bringing empowerment and skills together. And that's exactly what we strive to do on this show. We talk life skills, we talk financial literacy, we talk personal development. All these things are going to help you be a better you. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Yo, yo, yiggity, yo. Welcome back to the Beast Podcast. It is your host, Deshaun Beasley. And on today's show, I have my business coach. Uh, she was my coach for the end of 2021, going into 2022. Man, like the, the lessons that I learned from her co- coaching session, um, invaluable. Um, I'm going to pick apart her journey and how she got started into coaching. And hopefully there's some gems that y'all can catch in there because um, man, you know, her experiences and what she's learned has helped me, um, pretty much produce a, a, a six figure business. Um, and I'm definitely grateful for that information. Um, and I was actually, we've actually also in this episode talked about, um, the willingness to pay for knowledge. Like a lot of times we value things over information and it's the information that allows us to get things. So, um, we dove into that a little bit, but as you're listening to this, like think about what the payoff would be if somebody were able to uh, give you step by step, you know, what you needed to do to accomplish your goal. You know, um, people see the see the payoff and paying for a personal trainer and, you know, paying for um, things of that nature. But when it comes to training their mind and their mental, they get kind of yeary, Right. So we're going to dive into that. Um, so enjoy Jennifer Joe. Yo. Hello there. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I cannot complain. Um, so we'll go ahead and, and get right into the podcast. Um with no prepping? <laughs> no prepping at all. The first the first question I'm gonna ask is just three things you're grateful for. Everybody that hops on the podcast. They 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 gotta give out three things that they're grateful for, and then we'll get started into into your story. Sounds awesome. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can raise my volume a little bit. All right, let's go. All right, let's do it. Three three things you're grateful for. I put you. You should be used to being on the spot. That's literally what you do for a living. <laughs> literally, I put other people on the spot. I don't necessarily put myself out there like that. Um, but three things I'm grateful for this morning, uh, my family, always grateful for my family. Mm. Um, I am grateful for my resilience mm. in everything that's happened to me. And I am grateful for this um, life and business that I have, that I've created. It's freaking amazing. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> and And that's actually what I want to talk to you today about is like, what got you into business, like working for yourself? Um, like, and if you can share your story about, you know, where you were working before and kind of what led you to make that jump. Yeah, I love sharing that. So I have a background in education. I studied education in undergrad. I became a teacher. Um, I then went and got my master's and I was an assistant principal Um, The work was super stressful, uh, very time consuming. And I always knew that that wasn't going to be it for me, like staying in education. 
wasn't going to be sustainable for the type of lifestyle I wanted when I became a mom. I wanted to be very present um, with my children. So I was like, yeah, me giving these 12 hours a day at this job just isn't going to work for me, especially not for what they're paying me either. Like it's just, it was no longer as fulfilling as it once was. So um, I hired my own coach to kind of help me figure out what I can do. Cause I, you know, described what I wanted to be doing. I wanted to be working from home and I wanted to help people. Um, I wanted to still feel like that level of fulfillment that I got from education, but in a different type of setting, I wanted to be my own boss. Through that work, it became obvious that yes, it was gonna be time for me to leave and do my own thing, but I wasn't ready to step into saying that I was a coach, which was what was revealed during mm -hmm. that work that I wanted to be a coach. So eventually I started a consulting company, an educational consulting company. And that was my first business. So I did end up leaving education and doing that for a little bit. But the whole time I knew I was supposed to be coaching. Mm. So it was like really hard to give my, my focus and energy to the work that I was being paid to do, right? Um, the educational consulting work when I wanted to just be coaching full time. So eventually I shut down the consulting company I went and got certified as a coach. I went back into the school district that I had left, but in a role of like coaching and training teachers, mm. which was more in alignment with what I wanted to be doing while I built my coaching business up. And then the coaching business took off like really well in 2020. And I was like, okay, great. Now I can just transition and be a full-time coach. So that's <laughs> what I've been doing. <laughs> the last couple of years, there's a couple of things um, a couple of nuggets of wisdom that you dropped just in, in your brief sharing of your story is that one of the first things that you said is that you wanted to make a change and you didn't know where to start. So you decided yeah. to hire a coach. I did. Why did you decide to hire a coach? I think my level of understanding had reached its peak, right? As far as like, I was very into personal development. I was reading a lot. And I was like, okay, so what's the next level? What's the next thing? And the next thing was clearly coaching as far as like hiring your own one-to-one -one coach, because it was like a common theme in a lot of the books that I was reading. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll hire a coach. And it wasn't easy. Like coaching is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I definitely had to make some sacrifices. I made some really big sacrifices along the way just to pay my first coach. I rented out a room in my house. Like mm. I had a really big house at the time and I rented out a bedroom and a bathroom that was on like a separate side of the ho house. And that's what I used to pay my coach like oh, wow. that. Yeah. And then eventually to go all in on my business, even before my business was making money, I sold my house and I moved into a crappy one bedroom apartment. Cause I was like so convinced that I wanted to have this cushion for when I did leave and like go full time into coaching. Like I would be ready. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So so, so with that, um, what are, what do you perceive as like the main reasons why people don't invest in coaching? Because it sounds like you were already doing some like self-help, like reading books to try to find and carve out your own path. But you were like, yo, let me speed track, you know, let me uh, increase my speed and try to get an outside perspective. But why is it, why do you think that more people, you know, you know, they don't go for the coaching aspects? Why do you think that that is? Yeah. So a lot of people, one, aren't familiar with coaching. I still think it's a pretty new industry. Um, so like helping people understand like, no, there's someone that can guide you through this process. Like that'll make it a lot easier. So getting the word out there about coaching as being available to them. 
mm-hmm. um, to believing that coaching works. Mm-hmm. Right. I think a lot of people are thinking of it as, oh, I am losing this amount of money if I'm like paying this coach versus I can just use that money myself for whatever else they planned on using or thinking that they're going to use that money in a different way in the business. Mm-hmm. Right. So they want to re- preserve that capital, not really understanding that they're going to spend a lot more money and time and energy, like doing the trial and error rather than hiring someone who can help them in that process, who's already done it, likely, like specific type of coaching, like might be like someone who's already done what you're trying to do and is going to guide you through their process and getting there. Or someone just like, even just like a mindset coach to help you be aware of the reasons why you haven't done it yet and what's been getting in the way of you taking action. Yeah, a a big thing, excuse me, a big thing for me, like when I started hiring coaches a, a couple of years ago was I saw it as just spending money. I never, it wasn't until recently, like a year or two ago, that I saw it as an actual investment in myself. Um, And I saw the amount of money that it was. And I'm like, yo, I could spend this money on this, on Mm -hmm. that. But then when I really sat down and thought about it, like, is spending money on those things going to bring me back information, bring me back profits? Is it going to bring me back anything that's going to help progress me in my life? And I think for a lot of people who who might be listening to this podcast, like if you know where you want to go or you have some slight idea of where you want to go, it's worth the investment to help somebody really help you clearly define the direction and what you want to go. Like I understand like people might the trial and error aspect, people might say, like, I'd rather just try it myself because I'd go mm-hmm. faster. But, you know, speed is not more important than direction. One of the things that me and you have been working on during our sessions, um, direction is more important than speed. So if you can find somebody to help you go in the direction that you need to go, you know what I mean? That's that's more worthwhile than just spending money on this and on that and on vacations, which are fun and which are necessary, but in their due season. Yeah. And just think like, what you're learning is something that you take with you forever. Mm-hmm. Like that never goes away, right? Like there's the immediate gratification of getting that thing that you wanted, but it has diminishing returns over time, right? Like whether it be uh, a new car or something like that, like slowly that's going to depreciate versus like coaching, like that stays with you. Mm-hmm. That's knowledge and the skill that you now have that you can continue to grow and develop. Um, I love the idea of working with clients for six months at a time and knowing that at the end of the six months, they're going to be in such a good place that they can continue doing this work on their own. As far as like what I've taught them, the systems that we've put in place, like they've set like a really amazing foundation for what they're going to continue to have. Um, so yeah, the the price of that is invaluable. Yeah, absolutely. And then even if you, you know, in your story, you talked about how you got creative and downsized. Oh my God, yes. About, <laughs> I want you to talk about that process and that experience, not just from like a tangible, like, oh, I was able to save money, but from like an emotional and mental Yeah. to go I, from earning a high, a higher income to just, you know, and, and a higher standard of living to just dropping everything because of the long-term, you know, goal that you had set for yourself. I think that was like the the prime example of when I realized like how deep in my belief was, mm-hmm. right? Like I was like, no, I'm making this work. No matter what, I'm making this work. I'm willing to burn down the type of life that I have, which seemed pretty good on the outside, right? Like 
I had a high level um, position in education. Like I had my steady income. Um, I was in position to like become a principal. Like had I continued that route, I had a huge house, 2,500 square foot house, like four rooms. Mm. And in, it was like in a nice neighborhood and everything. And I was like, I'm willing to let all of this go because I know the vision that I have for what I really want. Mm is so much bigger, is so much better. And yes, it might come with the discomfort of having to downsize, of giving up a lot, what feels like a lot, right, that I've worked to create. Mm -hmm. But knowing that if I continue down this path, I can create this again. If I want a house like this again down the line, I want to buy it from coaching money. Mm -hmm. I'm doing work that I love, you know, not because I'm stuck at a job feeling like I have to pay this mortgage. Those golden handcuffs. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm I'm willing to downsize. I'm willing. Look, I knew I was like willing to move out of the country. <laughs> I was like, my money will go further out of the country. I am willing to move out of the country to make this thing work. Let's I was gonna say that I want you to to kind of dive into that because that was around the time that that I met you. And one of the reasons why I decided to to um receive coaching from you is because like, yo, she's living a lifestyle that I want to live like she's working in her area of expertise that she loves. She loves what she's doing and she's about to travel the world and continue to do what she loves to do. She obviously knows something and has done something and made a shift that I need to, or, and I can make. So talk to me about yeah. that, that experience. Um, okay. Well that, okay. I'll backtrack a little bit because in 2019, is when I finally started like making money. Like I, after years of like working hard and trying to set the foundation and doing a lot of the things that, you know, people tell you you're supposed to do in your business. Mm -hmm. um, 2019 things finally clicked and I started doing actually the things that, the few things that worked. Um, and I made money. It was like my first few dollars, right? Mm -hmm. And it was less than $2,000 that year. I kid you not. And I was like, yes, I know how to make money as a coach. I'm on it. This is amazing. I had already um, sold my house and then I went on Facebook and I declared that I was going to live abroad. I said, that's what I really wanted to do. That's the whole point of having this business so that I can work from anywhere and have my own thing. And that's a, a dream of mine. So I'm going to do it. 2020 hit. And of course, everything was shut down because of COVID. Um, so it delayed my plans a little bit. But then um, like at I think it was like September of 2020, I quit my job. Mm. And I had been in business now for a year. It was like 2021 or so. And I was like, okay, why are we still here? Why are we still in Houston? I mean, like I, I've had, like now I upgraded the apartment, <laughs> you know, thing, things were better. I was doing well, but I was like, this isn't the life that I said I wanted to live. Like, let's go and be abroad now that we are capable of working from anywhere. Let's go do that. Right. And of course it was met with a lot of resistance from other people, a lot of concerns, especially because one of the countries I was going to was Colombia, and they were like, Oh my God, it's so dangerous. And what are you doing? And I was like, look, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to do this. I'm going to honor my word. This is what's exciting to me. And I can always come back. Like, I think that's the thing people forget. You can always like recreate the thing you had, like the job mm -hmm. that I had before I could probably go back and get it. Right. I could work my way back up to that. It's fine. It's not a big deal. I can move back to the U.S. if I wanted. So um, I took the leap and I went abroad and I spent three months traveling to different countries, just exploring the world. Mm. I, 
that was a fire line. She said, you can always recreate what you once had. Because yeah. obviously, once you once had what you once had, you weren't happy there. So, I mean, if you want to go back to, yeah, to what you had, I mean, you can always go back to it. I'm sure that's not like that was that's so pro, it was so simple, but so profound because it's so true. Like, we stress about what's next, and it's like, well, what are you doing right now? Like, if you don't like it right now, I'm sure whatever's next can't be worse than right. You know, where you're at you can always go back to it if it if it ends up being that bad people know? act like once they leave that thing that they feel like it's so secure and it's like their safety net like it's gone forever no you have those skills you have the years of experience in that industry in that field you can go back and get a job doing that yeah that's fire that's fire <laughs> i wanted to i want to rewind back to even maybe the time where you were an assistant principal you were working in education <laughs> how much time did you devote to like cultivating this vision like what you know was it something where it was just like an epiphany like oh okay i'm just gonna make a decision or was it something that gradually over time it just kind of festered up and then you just decided to all right i'm gonna go ahead and make this jump now like what talk to me about uh, cultivating that vision yeah so the first leap was when um I was an assistant principal and I left to do the ed consulting because that felt more comfortable. Mm -hmm. So I was doing that on the side, right? I was already doing it like part-time on the side. And then I was literally breaking out in hives at work. Like it was so bad. And just a level of stress and it was just not a great environment. And um, I was like, you know what? I could leave and just do what I'm doing part-time and do it, do more of it, right? So um, I did that. Like, it was kind of like a rash decision to kind of go do that. Like, I didn't plan things out too well. It was not from a good place. <laughs> the second time I left um, to do the coaching business, like, I was clear that that's what I was going to do. And I had enough clientele at that time. I made sure that I was, I was working a lot. So I did my regular 40-something hours a week for my regular job. And then I would coach one client each weeknight like four nights a week, I think it was like Tuesday through Friday, right? After commuting an hour to drive home. And then I coached five clients on Sunday. So like my, my Sunday was taken up with coaching and I only had one day a week off to rest. And I was willing to put in that, that time and energy to it and be tired. Right. But like mm -hmm. still grind it out at that time so that I can build up my client base, that safety net financially. And to know that my business was good um, so that I could make the leap yeah, so more strategically you know yeah so the first one was kind of like a a real leap and you're like okay cool it worked this time let me plan it out a little bit better than oh yeah <laughs> so it's not as scary but again just learning from the i don't even say the mistakes just learning from the decisions that you make exactly exactly um, just being wiser about it the second time around so in in one of the the last questions i'll ask you is if you had to go back to talk to your 18-year-old self, 19-year-old self, 20-year-old self, what is one or two things that you would tell yourself just about, you know, choosing a career, living an adult life, just being an adult? Young Jen, what are you going to tell young Jen? Uh, you pull up on her in a park or something. Uh, she's reading a book. What are you going to talk to her about? She was so focused. Like, she was so focused. She was so committed to following this straight and narrow path. Um, like she had a plan. She had to graduate high school at this age, graduate college at this age, and then, you know, work. And then she thought she was going to get married and have kids. And 
I would just tell her, relax, girl. It's going to work out in your favor. Like, enjoy where you are right now. Enjoy this season and trust that you're going to get to where you're supposed to be. Right? Mm -hmm. Take. And one thing that I tell my cousin, who's who's um, several years younger than me, like, go towards the opportunities that are really interesting to you right now. Because sometimes we think we need that security, that fin financial security, especially when we're young and we miss out on the opportunities that could give us like the learning, the experience that mm -hmm. we wanted more than the money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because those experiences could act as coaching. And again, those lessons. Yeah. Like they could really lead you down your ideal path a lot sooner than feeling like you have to follow like this, this rule book of how things are supposed to be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Most definitely. So if somebody wanted to receive coaching from you, somebody wanted to, you know, change their life, they have, you know, an area that they want to go down, but they're not quite sure how to, how to attain the goal that they have set for themselves. How can they get in touch with you? Yeah. Well, the fastest way to get in touch with me is probably shoot me an email at jen at livingoutgoals.com or um, visit my website and book a free call with me. I offer free consultation calls just to better understand their needs and outline a path for them to see if it's a really good fit for us to do this work together. And you can go to livingoutgoals.com and schedule that free consultation call. Amen. Coach, I appreciate you hopping on the podcast and I appreciate you even more on, on this six months of coaching, actually, uh, you may or may not hear hear this, but on the previous episode before um, this call with you, um, I was talking about just the impact that coaching has made in my business. Um, and I've, shared, I've expressed this with you on our last call. But again, I appreciate all the coaching because there's some gems that you've dropped on me that are just now beginning to like manifest and like really like sit home with me. So, so I definitely appreciate your time and, and patience with me. I love that. You are very welcome. And that's the beauty of coaching, right? Like, this is what I mean. It stays with you even after we're done working together. These principles, these concepts are things that you're always going to have um, playing in the back of your mind, right? And the skill sets in the back pocket be like, no, no, no. This is the one question that I remember Jen asking me all the time. And this helped me clarify what to do next. So it has been a pleasure working with you. And thank you so much for having this conversation with me. It's been fun. Yeah, amen. Hey, coaching is less than a than a university degree. So I if I were you listening <laughs> out there, I would definitely figure out what you want and try to find a coach. Bro. Yeah. Way less than a university degree. <laughs> All right, coach. I'll let you get back to changing lives, man. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Take care. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Yo, thank you for listening to the Beast Podcast. We hope that you learned something and are empowered and inspired to be a better version of yourself. Uh, please go ahead and subscribe, like, share it with a friend, a family member, or anybody who can get some value from it. Uh, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. All right, y'all. Be great.